Yay. That's awesome. Who is she in Charlotte's Web? Oh, of course she is. That's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. That's, I remember that feeling. I had that feeling. I was, was uh, when I was her age, uh, and she's in eighth grade, right? Going to be a freshman? No. She's seventh grade. Oh, she is. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was. When I was in eighth grade, I was uh, Calamity Jane in, in the play Calamity Jane. And, uh, yeah, and it was, you know, it was, it was just the same thing. We did it for grade schools and little kids wanting my autograph and shit. It was pretty great. I remember that very specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. How's it going? Tell me, um, here's something I have a question for that we can, you can use this later or not, but, um, you know, you've been sure. ever since I've known you fair is always just something you do every year. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, yep. So tell me how taking on doing the work um, has fair be different. Oh my gosh. It's like night and day. It yeah, is completely different. Uh, prior to doing the work, you know, the fair was this ball of stress mm. and insanity. Mm. Like literally for almost the entire summer, it felt like it kind of took over our whole lives. Mm. Um and it was this intense pressure to get it all done and to do every project and to have everything be the champion and everything win um, and show off our family lineage of <laughs> wonderfulness. Uh, my kids are fourth generation 4-H'ers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, it was a huge part of it. That is for sure. You know, fourth generation 4-H'ers and, you know, the, it used to be, oh, the Booth girls and then it was the Odell girls, which is my sister's kids. Uh, and, you know, now it's actually, it's funny, it's the Myers kids, um, Scout. This is Truman's first year. So, you right. know, people would see their name on the thing and they'd be like, oh, crap, you know, we're yeah. not going to win. Yeah. I remember. I know who those. Uh, I was in 4-H when I was a kid. I know exactly who those people were. I was not that person. Yes, <laughs> who those people were. <laughs> we were those people. Yes, uh, and so we, you know, have take. You know, it was just, and it was, it was no fun either. It was like screaming at my kid and freaking out and feeling stressed out and if there was a blue instead of a purple and you know all of these different things and fe and spending a crap ton of money and all I mean it was just insanity um then the first year of doing the work was the first year that I remember you know progress not perfection was really a big thing I was working on at that point um and so I sort of took that over as a 4-H mantra for myself and for Scout it was like you know we're gonna get done what we can get done and that's all we can do because the most important part about this is that you have a fun summer and I have a fun summer and we have a good fair and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so that first 
year, you know, I, I think I did really well up until about two or three weeks before the fair, and then I freaked out. Right. Yeah. Of course. I remember. You know, then it I was like, that. I remember that because I was like. Okay, it was all good until, like, it became real. And now we got to, like, buckle down and get this crap done. Right. And it was almost worse because it was, like, then I cut, I felt like I had cut myself short and, uh, you know, all this stuff. Uh, and we had a shit fair that year. Like, we just did not do well. Like, nothing do well. I mean, my kids still probably got three champions. And, and like all purples and like a couple of blues and maybe a red and that red would always be like the thing that i would focus on of course and be like so if you for those of you who are out there listening who don't know 4-h or don't know this you know there are projects that you can turn in so my kids do everything from photography to cooking to clothing um to rocketry i mean there's all sorts of different things they can do when i was growing up we did all of that plus we did uh, livestock. So we showed cattle and sheep when I was growing up. Um, yeah, my we brother did not pig. do my livestock. My nieces had yeah. pigs. And then I hung out with kids, farm kids. So I hung out with kids, oh, yeah. you know, kids went to, that I went to grade school with that were some of my friends growing up. Uh, actually, their last name was Myers. Uh, that's really interesting. Oh, that's um, funny. I grew up yeah. with a bunch of Meyer kids. And uh, they uh, would live at, they would have livestock and they would live, the kids would sleep at the 4-H fairgrounds. Yep. Uh, yep, that's what we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty yeah, interesting. So you those of you who are from the Midwest your... don't understand this. This is a very interesting thing. Yeah. Um, and 4-H yeah. is really, I mean, it really is a great uh, skill builder and that kind of really cool. Uh, for, I'm really oh, grateful it's an amazing for all the time program. I did in 4-H. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like in the end, once I stepped back, too, and started thinking about really what 4-H is about, yeah. it's so much more than just a simple week in the year yeah. like it so so it was this is a culmination it's like a celebration of all the things that you've learned during the year versus it being just like a let's show off and let everyone know how awesome we are yeah um which is a a brain shift yeah and it's a complete brain so shift. They, during the year they have meetings and they learn about parliamentary procedure and we do community service and they um learn about these different types of projects and we you know so you sort of educate yourself at, throughout the year about these different things. And then at the fair, you get to sort of present what you've learned. And yeah. it's a really awesome opportunity for the kids. And so instead of doing any of that before, it was like, you know, for the fair, we never, we didn't do much during the year. And then suddenly during the fair, we would be like, okay, here's my cake that I've never made before. And I'm going to present it to <laughs> the judges. Um, yeah. And then we'd win, you know, but it was, it was just the thing that we did. Uh, so then after that, you know, it's been really about stepping back again and making this about, you know, joy and having fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a, we've had a, just a total switch around. Of course, we still sign up for, I sign them up for whatever projects they might be interested in. I mean, that's kind of our thing. Um, and then whatever gets done, gets done. And, you know, we turn them in and we turn it over to, you know, we say, hey, we did our best and we're super excited about it. Um, this year, for example, uh, there's a pro program called Biomanship. And so the kids go out and they learn about purchasing their outfits and they learn about like adding to their wardrobe and cost per wearing and all these different things. And then they spend a day modeling them. 
Um, and so my little kiddo, Truman, who is, this is his first year of 4-H, um, and has special needs, uh, modeled for the first time this year. And he did amazing. I mean, he went out by himself. I mean, I'm going to cry again. I just sobbed. By himself, did the whole modeling thing, walked up and talked to the judge. Wow. And then stood there while being, you know, the rest of the kids finished and did it twice. And then the next night did the big production of like showing it off to the, in the public style review. And it's this big deal. Um, And he walked it all by himself. And it was the most amazing thing to watch. And I just literally sobbed. And it was this moment of, you know, did he do it perfectly? Not even close. Did he win? Nope. I mean, like, there was not a, you know, that wasn't even the point of it. The point of it was that, like, he went out there and did it. And it was so amazing. So freaking amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, and then, but, you know, my daughter did the same. And she, this year, was, she's 14. So I said, you know, here's the deal. I'm only, I want you to really be in there and picking these outfits out. And, and I'm I can give you my opinion and tell you what I'm thinking, but this is your deal this year. So she went out and shopped and I, you know, she picked out a couple of things that I thought, "Mm, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the big winner. And the one that was her very favorite outfit that I really questioned that I was really like, I don't know if this is it, uh, ended up being the reserve champion. Um, and it was because she loved it and she wore it and was so confident and proud of herself. And it was such a lesson for me as I sat there and watched her get that award the other night thinking, you know, it's all about confidence. It's all about believing in yourself. And if you feel good about something, then the world is going to respond to that. And it did for her. And for her, that was such a huge thing too. It was such a, she was like, I picked this out. You know, you didn't like it. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, you're right. You, You did awesome. So, yeah, the whole thing is just an adventure, you know. But And so we're in this last week before uh, we're finishing projects here and there. We've got a bunch of stuff done. I really have opened myself up to letting people help, which is another thing that was never there uh, in my previous life. <laughs> you know, I had to do it all, and I, you know. Uh, so this is now, you know, my husband and my in-laws and my parents and my sister and her cousins are all jumping in and helping and making you know helping us out with different little bits and pieces of it um and what we get done we get done and we'll turn it all in on monday and celebrate with a fun dinner out and we'll see what they get you know and whatever it is that they do is going to be such a joy um because it's theirs and it's they have ownership over it and it's not my ball of stress that created some sort of moment for them. Uh, that's not my job. Uh, so it's been such a huge difference. And it really does, with that, has been one of those things that sort of has parlayed into my other parts of my life. But the, four, the fair was one of those ones that you, like, made me start to work on uh, during that first year. Because yeah. you knew. You saw me. <laughs> 
Yeah. You were like, yeah, no, that's not a good thing to do. No, that, I, You're the not way you were doing fun. it before, I would have been like, we need to really evaluate if that's something you should do for your life because it was a huge stressor yes. for you. So, oh my God. And that's the thing I want to point to is that one of the things that you did, and this is so important for everybody that, that um, to get, is that you changed your perspective. You changed the context of what you were doing it for. In the past, you had always mm-hmm. done it for just because you'd always done it. You know what I mean? And you weren't, right. You weren't right. present. Oh, yeah. You weren't present to the impact on it had in your life or any of that. It was just something you had always done. And so, and I think a lot of us, as we grow, especially if we grow up into things, I, I feel like churches like that for us and different things like that that our parents just had us do. And they never really talked mm-hmm. to us about why we were doing it or why it was important or, you know, at least I never got that. So I think a lot of us no, grew up in no. things and then they just become things you do. And I think at some point it's important yep. to reevaluate, why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, oh, hell it, yeah. It was really important. And, but what you did is you shifted the context because you you got present to the possibility of 4-H. And what was possible mm-hmm. is did it with integrity, which means not stressing out and enjoying it and you know all of those things. So changing the context and being able to change the story around what you're doing it for and and what's possible inside of it is what you did. And that's what I really want to oh, yeah. you know, honor and, and make make sure to say. The other thing that this really points out is I, I'm pretty sure from knowing you because it's been, what, three years now, three different fairs, that every year it's yeah. gotten mm-hmm. better too. You've given your – it's been progress, oh, yeah. not perfection every year. And you're fine tuning yeah. every year. And, what I, and I think mm-hmm. it's so important that we give ourselves the grace – to do that and we have you know mm-hmm. it's 365 people we we go around the sun <laughs> like we're <laughs> yes it's a year and so and we all it's a year. lot of things every year and i try to use my yep. years to be present first of all to them so that they don't just fly by me um but also every year as things go by i acknowledge my progress that okay, so you know that wasn't perfect, but and not that I'm aiming for perfection, but my point is that every year I could, it seems to get better in all the things that I do, like yeah. holidays and all the things that are stressful <laughs> that we do, but the right. worth doing that are worth our time and we want to do and we want to do so exactly. It's like it's like holidays. That's a perfect that's a perfect example that there's so many times where I and mean, we even did an episode about you know the stress of the holidays yeah. and the expectations that you have and what you put on yourselves. And I, you know, it's the same thing. Uh, my mom and, um, my dad said to me this year, it was interesting for scouts birthday. My daughter's birthday is, um, on the 4th of July. So, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, first of all, it's your kid's birthday. So you want to do, you want it to be nice and special and blah, 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 uh, for their, you know, enjoyment and, and for you too, to celebrate them and all of that. But it was also the 4th of July, which is this holiday, which has been a huge holiday in our family. We're big pyros. We've always done giant fourths since I was all the way growing up. Um, you know, just giant fireworks displays and homemade ice cream. You know, the whole nine yards was always our thing. Uh, so then we had this layer of a birthday party and my daughter's birthday party on it. So literally from year one, I had this excuse for it to be this thing. Thing, you know, so I bought all the 4th of July decorations I could find and our whole house turned red, white and blue and we all had matching shirts and we all did like, 
I mean, I made this cake and I did all the things and they're, I mean, completely insane level of uh, expectation for this birthday party. And I set it up from birthday number one and then I continued it with birthday number two. I mean, it was just like every year I sort of upped the ante for myself of what it was going to be. This this perfect 4th of July birthday barbecue was like in my head of what that was going to be. And I was miserable the entire time yeah. because people would show up early or the beans didn't work out or <laughs> right. the cake was flat or the blah, blah, you know. Something happened, Scout didn't respond to a present the way, you know, whatever it might be, someone didn't show up or someone did show up or, you know, whatever it might be, it was always a thing. And so by the end of it, I was just a exhausted lump of a human being. And it's another one doing the work where even commented on this year by people saying, you know, like, you have just really relaxed in this and it's just so nice because we get to enjoy this day with you now and so it was really true I mean it's true like you know we had no ice well I guess someone's gonna run out and get some ice you know no big deal what's what's gonna it's not gonna kill anyone I would have freaked out and yelled at somebody most likely my husband that we had no ice because he did not do some sort of job that I had done or whatever but you know when you have it this way, it's the expectations change, but I still want it to be a, a nice, wonderful day for my daughter. And now it actually is because I'm present to it. Like right. I'm in it with her versus creating this, you know, fantasy world of the perfect birthday party. Uh, and all of that is available to all of us. And Stepping back and realizing who you're doing it for is a great way to think about it. Like, what is it? What is? What am I really doing this for? Is it for myself? Is it for the world? Is it in order to have the best Instagram photo? <laughs> um, you know, like, what is it? Well, yeah, and 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 really getting clear about it. is it something that I want, and then if it's something that I can create a powerful powerful context around too, I think is important. Like you want to, to mm-hmm. be able to be present to why you're doing it. So yeah, yeah. Why are you doing it? Get it. Why are you doing it? Yeah. So we're doing fair. Yeah. <laughs> so fair time and ah, I'm I'm excited. It's going to be a fun one. We've got some cute ideas, and the kids are are actually having a ball. It's I'm just having such a good time with Truman this time. You know, with his being the first fairy, finally gets to do it after seven years of waiting and watching his sister get to do all of these things. He's jumping in there and getting to participate, and you know, built a birdhouse and all that good stuff. So that's nice. fun. Uh, you guys are in the middle of of end of summer stuff too, aren't you? I mean, lots, you've been just busy as can be. Have we've had a busy summer. I mean, it's just been great. Uh, the kids been, uh, Rose has been at that camp with Truman and loving it. Kids are coming home exhausted every day. And, uh, you know, it's just been a really fun, like Kansas summer, lots of swimming. Yeah. Kids are super tan and, uh, that kind of stuff. It's really hot right now, as you know, here. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. A billion yeah. degrees. Yeah. Which can set anybody on edge. Yeah. And this is also that point in the summer, and I always think it's interesting that it is fair time, and it might be that I equate it with fair time more, but um, when it's like parents are starting to be like, when does school start? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
you know, we've had him here for a while. It's time. Anytime now, you can go back to school, you know. Um, So, you know, if you're feeling that stress, that is definitely a normal response to the summer. Um, Yeah. In fact, I have my kids next week by myself. So um, I'm looking to uh, Jessica's going to be gone for like four days. So I am, and this is something that that's you know one of the other things I wanted to say is that in the past, <clears throat> excuse me, in the past, and I think this happens to every single one of us, that whatever it is that comes up every year, what kicks in is the neural pattern that you use to survive, however it's been all the time, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. yeah. one of my clients that it's because I it's fresh in my mind right now. What kicks if you listen to the words that you speak, you'll probably hear what it sounds like. But for hers, it sounds like I just got to power through this. Yes. Right. And so what I yep. and that mm-hmm. is very familiar, like that for that flavor of that, that resonance of that is what I get from what I hear from women all the time. Is I just got to power through. Oh this. yeah. And for me, that's the same thing. That's yeah. what kicks in, right? When I get scared or something confronted mm-hmm. by something. So I have the kids by myself uh, coming up, and I'm being conscious to what I do is, you know, because I go to getting perfect. <laughs> so I have to, right. have to have everything lined up, man. Um, because I'm so I'm like Mr. Schedule guy. So I have to. Whoop. And so there's I'm yeah. watching myself <laughs> manage the anxiety um, of that coming. Not that it's, it's not a huge deal. I mean. I'm sure it won't be a big deal at all, uh, but I want to enjoy it with them, not just be so scheduled that we're, right. you know, and at the same time, Emmett responds very well to schedule, as you know, and so do I. Um, and yeah. so having every little minute scheduled out for me is probably not going to be terrible, but uh, so yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just a conscious of it. I'm just watching myself. So I'll report back on how that went, uh, but I'm watching myself, yeah. you know, n- seeing it wanting to kick in right and i think right. all of us mm-hmm. have that and in the past you've had whatever that is for you kick in around fair and progress yeah. every year you've gotten better and better and better at being present instead of having that thing run you right 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 mm-hmm. and so, and that's so is this like i've had this question oh hell yeah i do have a question about it that i've had other people ask me too so we have these neural patterns are we actually replacing that neural pattern with that time frame? Do you know? Who are you asking? You don't know? I have no idea. I don't know. Sometimes you're smarter than, I mean, like, sometimes you know all these things where I'm like, I didn't, how do you know that brain thing? I don't know what that, you know? I don't know that. I just know that it runs like circuit, like, I, you know, I've read enough to be dangerous. I've read enough to know that it kind of, how it, how it, I imagine it in my mind anyway, is it runs like circuitry, you know, like a, like an electric okay. circuit that runs through you. Um, mm-hmm. And I know it forms mm-hmm. grooves in your brain. And I know that when you can, you can form new grooves is it's like what I've had it heard it explained as is like wagon. If you think of wagon wheels uh, through mud and they, the yeah. wagon wheels get in a okay. rut Right, and you can get so deep in that rut uh-huh. that it just you can't. It's not going to go any other way. You you have to force it out of that rut and get it into a new groove. Okay, yeah, no, that makes total like I like that That's visual I've a had, lot. I've had it explained to me before, which made sense to me. Like it takes physical work to 
get out of a rut. Oh, I mean, yeah, like you, you gotta some, get out and push you have to go at it wagon. sometimes different ways. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. get, exactly. you gotta really pull the horse and push from behind, and <laughs> you gotta get, yeah, try different versions of it. And, yeah, these things are you are a machine. I mean, you basically it's just a, I mean, it's all you know, computer programming just runs, it just goes. It's not like you have any. Conscious, you know, the, well, our work is to get conscious that it's happening so we can get better and better about not letting it go that way and doing everything we can to. But boy, it's insidious. It just goes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you catch yourself in it, the beauty of doing this work, too, and I, I've heard us a lot of people on the Facebook page and just in general with conversations about it. Um, almost where you do reach a point where you reach this level of consciousness and you start to see these patterns happen and you start to get kind of angry at yourself or you can get even a little sad or frustrated, depressed, whatever, because you are like, whoa, this really is happening. And it, it can, there's an emotional component to starting to recognize how free the frequency of it. Cause it really is all yes. doing, I mean, this is how we function. That's and so the chemicalization if you have this, like, talked about the, the love yes. talk about chemicalization. That's what I'm talking about. It's two things mixed together that make something different, which is this, it's the old pattern running with a new awareness that comes that has, you feel a little weird. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And sometimes you even know, oh, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, and yet I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. or I'm being a particular way that I want to be, and yet, and I know it, but I can't seem to stop it. You know, it's a yeah, bizarre, it bizarre yeah. thing. The power in it is when you can get to the point where you can see a different result because you've taken another step in a dance, a different step in the dance. You've started to step into a new groove, right? On purpose. Yes. And it's not just, and it's also not um, like just putting down something that's going to get you through uh, that time period. You know, you can think about like getting out of that rut and like putting down a piece of wood that lasts, you know, 40 feet or whatever. And then the, you know, like, boom, you're back down into the rut. Like you can be smooth sailing for a little bit, but if you're not consciously conscious, consciously conscious, if you're not constantly, you know, looking for it and and being aware of it and capturing the thing the words that are coming out of your mouth the the body feel that's one that I've been coming more and more aware of now recently um, as we've talked about that more and more yeah because like, how I does hear my about body your, your feel body experience too and I'd love to do I don't think we can do this oh yeah podcast oh about gosh this part but yeah yeah hell yeah we'll talk about that one because that oh my god um but, you know, like, how does my body feel? How does my body react? Does it? Do I feel tight in my chest? Do I clench my fist? Do I clench my jaw? You know, all of those different types of things. Um, and then also sort of my my brain pattern. You know, the, the words that I'm saying to myself and not out loud. The, you know, if I can, because we all have that inner dialogue that's happening with ourselves, you know. Um, what are those words? Because those can be different than what's coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And that happens to me so frequently where I'm saying yes and my brain's screaming no, you know. And like when I had that dichotomy, like what does that mean and what does that look like? And then then being okay with sitting in it for a little bit and being like, okay, like 
do I want this to be different? And what does, you know, what do I want it to look like instead? Mm-hmm. Um, cause sometimes I think we also get into the pattern of, oh, this is wrong. Like, I know this is wrong, but we don't necessarily really put together the picture of what we want instead. Right. Cause it's hard to see around what you already have created. Right. That's why getting, that's why step three is so important, which is getting clear about what you want to create. <laughs> like most of us are, that's getting purposeful about creating because, you know, most of the world is out there creating by default because we're always creating. Right. We're always creating with our thoughts right. and words. So it's, if you got to get clear about what you want to create and then purposely start putting that out there as much as you can believe it. Yeah. And all of those baby steps. Yeah, it will work. It will. And it's, you know, three years later, um, you know, we are now, like I said, a couple of days away from the fair. We got cooking this weekend. We've got our big baking day on Sunday. Uh, We're in the middle of my daughter's play where she's the lead. Um, So she's been taken over by that part of things. So we've had, you know, that distraction of things. Um, And right now, you know, I've got my shit together and I'm excited. And, you know, and we're ready to go. That's not to say if I'm going to hit Sunday and I'll hit that five o'clock mark where we still have, you know, all of the stuff spread out everywhere and everything looks like it's about to explode, which there's always that moment that I could have a freak out. But I'm also have the skill set and, you know, my toolbox of things to do if I hit that point. Um, and I know that instead of letting myself just get triggered and blow, you know, taking medita- you know, taking some steps to go do a five-minute meditation or... Well, and let's... Um, can we prepave how your weekend's going to go? Sure. Let's do that. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I mean, let's just prepave I always forget it. about prepaving. Yeah, yeah. prepaving yeah, is pre-paving. so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How's it going to go? You're the one that's creating it. How's it going to go? I'm... All right, so we are going to and let's, start and get off realistic Saturday. with yourself too. Let's not blow ourselves yeah. out of the water here. Really going to go. It's, so we're going to start out Saturday. I'm going to get up and hit the grocery store, and I'm actually not going to take the children because I that is a stress added stress version of that grocery trip 100%. that I don't think is a good thing 100%. for me. Uh, so I'm going to hit the grocery store and get all of our ingredients. <laughs> yeah. The grocery Just store. Leave them home. <laughs> Ugh. Lord, even the older one. Oh. Um, and hit the grocery store, get all the ingredients. We're going to come home and put together our plan of action, which is sort of just the list of what goes first and what goes next and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then Truman and I are going to work on one of his small projects for one of his food baskets while I let Scout relax and get ready for her show. We're not going to make her do anything so that she doesn't feel the added strain of before she performs her matinee on Saturday. Right. We'll all go see her her show. show? And it is her last show. Cool. So matinee on Saturday, and then they've got strike and the cast party and all that good stuff. So we'll let her go and just enjoy all of that and experience that. Um, And then Saturday evening... Uh, we've got a few little things that we're going to do where we put it together, you know, put like the pieces together of the projects that we can. So paperwork with it and all of that and prep all of that. And then we'll wake up nice and early on Sunday. We'll probably start around, probably around 6.30 or 7. 
because uh, we've got e-spreads and all that good stuff to get going. Um, so then we'll just walk through our projects. Uh, I'm going to have several people there. My mom and my sister and my husband will all be there to uh, help out, you know, take a project and run with it with the kids. So that they've got some ad additional supervision. We also have runners. So my dad's what we call the runner in case we forgot something uh, or lunch and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and we're just going to spend the day baking and getting it ready. And I'm going to finish around six o'clock because I'm not going to let myself go much more than that. Um, yeah, so day. that we can have a nice dinner and a good night's sleep. Um, and then we'll wake up on Monday morning and be able to finish up anything that we have left. And projects start to go in at one. Um, and I'm splitting up the day. Uh, so Truman's going to go ahead and go to camp and, um, I'm going to work with Scout to get some of her stuff turned in and then we'll pick him up and turn his stuff in, uh, so that he still gets to have a fun day of camp and Scout gets some one-on-one -on -one and I, and Truman gets some one-on-one. -on -one. So, um, I, and it's all gonna, it's all gonna happen. Yeah. Whether, you and know, how, and whatever and, happens, happens. Yeah, and how can you be, can you be, how, what being can you bring to the whole thing? Like, how can you be during that whole I, thing? I want to be uh, calming, but I, but fun. I want it like I light want easy? to bring joy to, yeah, exactly. Light, light and easy. That's perfect. Okay, yes. So and just, you know, I joyful. want you to mantra to yourself, light and easy, light and easy. Light and easy, light and easy. Yeah. Yep. And is that, tell Oh, and I even have a, I've got a meditation that talks about that basically, you know, just being able to, it's all about like, re you know, releasing your body yeah. so like you feel light and that you can kind of float through with the world and with ease. So yeah. I'll hit that one a couple of times. Yeah, good, 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 good. And um, is there a, uh, how do you feel about enrolling anybody else, whether it be Chad or uh, the kids in light and easy, like just having, hey, let's have this weekend be light and easy and we can gently remind ourselves if things start to get weird, we can say, hey, light and easy. And then everybody will be like, yeah, light and easy. That's what we want. We can focus. I think that sounds perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'll, we'll, we'll give that to both, all of them. Because I think when we have done that, when we've created sort of that family mantra in the past, yeah. it's been so successful. Yeah, it worked. Because it just, yeah. And especially when it's something like that, that both kids can get. And it's like, and it's also not yelling at them. They don't feel yelled at. Yeah. If I turned, if, you know, one of them's getting stressed out or one of them's acting out or whatever, and I say to them, hey, remember, light and easy, yeah. they don't take it as, they take it as, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, instead of like, it was a judgment call against right. them or I'm criticizing. Right. Uh, so that's perfect. Oh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, great. Good. And that'll help so too with criticizing Chad, you know. Yeah. I'm on the hook. Light and easy. Oh, yeah going to be a great weekend nice and, and then we'll maybe we can have a follow-up call or you could check in on the facebook and tell us all how it went perfect so that's fantastic thank you becca what a great uh that's a great conversation i think that'll make a great uh everybody will be great yeah to hear well, about i think that, it so. can affect everybody you know it's one of those things where pick your pick your fair you know there's everybody's got one <laughs> probably everybody's got 10 yeah so pick your fair and start thinking about how yeah you can start to adjust it and that, you know, here I am three years later and I'm not even close to being done. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm getting 
there, but it's, it's, and I'm okay with that. It's, I'm okay that it's taken me three years. There's no freaking timeline. Like, give yourself the space. Yeah. It, light know, light you, and easy. <laughs> we got it. All right. We love you, people. Uh, check us out on, um, you know, tell your friends, and um, we appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.